Have you ever wondered why exactly it is that things usually sound better at home than they do on stage, in auditions, or even in lessons? It's easy to chalk it up to nerves or assume that you just have to practice more or get more performance experience. And sure, those things certainly are part of the puzzle, but a lot of times that's not really the true root cause. If you've been confused by the inconsistency of your performances, I put together a free four-minute quiz called the Mental Skills Audit, which will help you pinpoint your mental strengths and weaknesses and figure out what exactly to adjust and tweak in your preparation for more consistently optimal performances. You can take the Mental Skills Audit online at bulletproofmusician.com MSA. That's MSA for Mental Skills Audit. And again, it's 100% free, and it'll take just four minutes to get your results emailed to you as a PDF. This is Noah Kageyama, and you're listening to the Bulletproof Musician Podcast. Every Sunday morning, we'll take a look at a new research-based tip or technique to help you practice more effectively or perform better under pressure. And on the first Sunday of every month, I'll have a guest from the music, sport, or research world who will share their insights on how we can all be a little more awesome in the practice room and on stage. Naps were pretty much a way of life for me in college. Whether it was a three-hour nap between an early morning class and lunch, or nodding off unintentionally while studying in the library, sleep was naturally interspersed into my daily schedule. My wife, on the other hand, was very anti-nap in those days, but she was a regular at the coffee shop down the street from the practice building, making multiple stops either there or at the coffee machine in the lounge. Whereas even to this day, I have only had a couple sips of coffee in my lifetime. Getting caffeine into your system is admittedly a lot easier, and tastier, some would say, than napping. But in recent years, a number of athletes have spoken out about the importance of sleep, with LeBron James, for instance, who became the NBA's all-time scoring leader at age 38, reportedly sleeping an average of 12 hours per day. And naps are such an integral part of an NBA player's routine that the league office knows not to call players at 3 p.m., as that's when players are likely to be napping. Both can certainly help to perk us up and get us through the day, but is one better than the other, especially when it comes to maximizing learning and making the most of your practice time? Most studies on the effect of caffeine or sleep tend to focus on attention or wakefulness. This can yield helpful information when it comes to safety in the workplace or when driving, but it doesn't shed much light on more cognitively demanding processes, like learning your part to a new piece before rehearsal in the morning. So a group of researchers at UC San Diego ran 61 participants through a series of cognitive tasks emphasizing verbal memory, motor skills, and perceptual learning to see how caffeine and naps compare when it comes to learning and performance. Participants came to the lab in the morning and were trained on three different tasks. A verbal task, which involved the memorization of lists of words, a motor task, which involved tapping fingers on a keyboard in a particular sequence for speed and accuracy, and a perceptual task, which involved picking out two targets against a background designed to make this a little tricky. At noon, everyone was given lunch, and at 1 p.m., they were randomly assigned to either a nap group or a drug group. The nappers then took a nap of up to 90 minutes maximum, while the drug group spent that time listening to a book on tape. At 3 p.m., the nappers were awake, and half the drug folks were given a 200 milligram caffeine pill, 
which is roughly the amount of caffeine in an 8-ounce short-sized coffee at Starbucks, while the other half of the drug group received a placebo. And then at 4 p.m., everyone was tested on all three tasks. So how'd they do? Well, when it came to wakefulness, caffeine was the winner, as the caffeine group reported feeling more alert right before their tests than either the NAP or placebo groups. However, when it came to performance, increased alertness did not translate into better scores. For instance, the nappers outperformed their caffeinated counterparts on the verbal memory task. And when it came to the motor learning task, it's almost like caffeine impaired the caffeine group's learning. Because while the non-caffeinated participants, even the placebo group, improved their performance pretty significantly from the morning session to the afternoon session, the caffeine group's performance stayed pretty much the same and didn't improve much at all from morning to afternoon. So what are we to make of all this? Well, at the end of the day, it seems that caffeine can be an effective way of staying alert and awake, but it might be less effective for enhancing the learning and performance of more complex, cognitively demanding tasks. So while you may really love your 4pm venti blonde roast pick-me-up with its 475 milligrams of caffeine, if you have a lot of studying or practicing to do, a short nap might translate to better learning and performance. And as a bonus, naps, of course, are very budget-friendly. But how long of a nap is best? Well, it depends on what you need from the nap and how much time you have. But the research suggests that something is better than nothing, and assuming you're pressed for time, 10 to 20 minutes is probably your best bet. You can find links to this week's study and other related practice hacks at bulletproofmusician.com blog. If you found this episode helpful, please do share it with a friend or practice buddy who you think would also enjoy experimenting with it during the coming week. And if you'd like to explore this sort of thing in more depth, whether it be to get more out of your daily practice or to get better at managing performance pressure and shrinking that gap between what you can do in the practice room and what comes out on stage, you can learn more about the live and self-paced courses that are available at bulletproofmusician.com courses. 